Okay, Rabotai, my second Erubin, dedicated by Freddy Kassab and his wife, the Haslahat Ben Mishpatam. Today's dub is being studied with Fashima Shimon Ben Simcha, Avram Hayim Ben Leah, Tak Ben Sarah, and Hillel Ben Rachel. And not a friend of him, Metok Sharhole Amu Israel. Amen. Okay, Rabotai, we begin the new Perik. This is the Perik called Ketzad Ma'abirin. We're talking about over here, <coughs> extending a a city, or better to say, where do you start to count the 2,000 Amah from a city? Again, when all things are perfect, you have a perfect city that's like a, just a regular square and no houses are jutting out or jutting in. It's very simple. You just go to the last house, like a straight line and all the houses, and count 2,000 Amah from the final point. But not all cities are constructed like that. You know, sometimes at the, at the, at the border, you have a, a house that's jutting out, a house that's jutting in. You have circular buildings that they come out of the board and they come in. So how do you judge it? Do you judge it from the inner home, from the outer home? How do you draw that line at the border in order to start counting your 2,000 uh, amma? That's basically the, Gemara, the Mishnah's uh, discussion. Kesad, me'aberim eta'arim. They're going to call me'aberim like a lady that's pregnant. <clears throat> so even though her, it's extending out of her body, it's still considered part of her body. So therefore, even though these houses that we're talking about are extending outside of the city, it's still considered part of the city. That's why it's using Lashon Me'aberim. Kesad Me'aberim Ete'arim. Bait Nechnas Bait Yoseh. Okay, so sometimes you have a house. One house goes out and one house comes in. Pagum Nechnas Pagum Yoseh. How do they learn the word Pagum? What's the word? Tower. Tower, okay. Yeah, let's say a circular tower. Right, so it goes around. So because it's round, so the round court juts out, <coughs> and then uh, you have uh, some of it goes in. So how do you how do you draw the line on that? We had let's say these uh, walls or ruins, yeah, that were ten to fahim high. <coughs> what else you have? Gisharim, you have bridges. Nefashot, nefashot is like. Uh, Tombs, so let's say on the southeast side you have a, a house that's shutting out. So that makes it automatically that on the southwest side also we're going to give it the same, the same distance out. So you draw the line from the jutting out straight and therefore the 2,000 starts from, from that point over there. So basically you, you're giving that a boor to the city. Because it's part of the city and every city I guess that's, a normal, that's normal for a city to have houses that are in and out at the end. So therefore you give it. We could have been Mahmid, we could have went the other way and said no, you go to the to the uh, inner house and you draw the line there and therefore you get less. We didn't say that. We said you go to the outer house without a tower, outer nefeshot, outer gesharim, whatever it is, and you make, make the line like that. And then, then we learned this already, that the way you count the eruv is basically you do it in a, <coughs> in a square. 
It doesn't mean that a, that a city is a square. Cities are not in the shape of a square, obviously. You know, cities, can be, cities can be in the shape of a rectangle. It just means that when you're drawing the, the lines to make the 2,000 amah, you don't draw it in a circular way around the city. Because if you draw it in a circular way around the city, you lose the corners. You lose the, the corners, which is uh, two-fifths more than, uh, than 2,000. So I should get you what, 2,800 uh, you'll get instead of 2,000. So, but if you draw a, a square around the city, so then already you'll be able to get the corners and you'll be able to walk even to those, uh, to those points of it. She just points out that, again, we're not talking about the shape of the city. You could have a rectangular city, but even in a rectangular city, which would be, by the way, not 2,000 by 2,000. In a square city, it's 2,000 by 2,000, let's say. So it's easy. You have 2,000 by 2,000, so you just draw. That's it. That's the square. But let's say you have a rectangle city where it's 1,000 by 2,000. So therefore, when you draw a square around it, it's not going to be a square. It's going to be, right, it's going to be a rectangle, 5,000 by, by 6,000, which means when you have the, this is 2,000, correct? The, the, the length of it. So you have 2,000 on this side, 2,000 on that side. So on the, on the bottom line, you're going to have 6,000 across. But going uh, you know, across or going up and down, you're going to have... Two, three, four, you're going to have 5,000. So your square is going to be 5,000 by 6,000. It's not going to be a perfect, perfect square. So you're just saying, you, you draw the square around whatever the shape of the, of the city is. Rabbi, is it also square? <coughs> it could be like a hexagon or something. Whatever the shape of the city is, you just draw the square around There's that shape. Four, four walls. Four walls, like exactly, exactly. It's not going to be a perfect square, the point is. It's right, not going to always going to be uh, four walls around, exactly. As opposed to doing, the benefit is because you get corners. That's the whole key why you're drawing a square. It will be, it will be going to get the uh, square. Okay. Rabotai, uh, we could read the, the big Rashi in the Mishnah. Uh, which is Motsi'in Kenigdan. It's on Nun Bet Amud Bet, and it's on the second line. David, take it away. Motsi'in Kenigdan. Kilomar. In Kilomar, I don't have Kilomar. Sorry, I need last word on the line. Second line, last word on the line. No, no, other page. No, no. Nun Bet Amud Bet. No problem. The Mishnah. Sorry, okay. No, it's the same. Okay. Kilomar. Kishibal Sayen Siman Tehum Ha'ir Ubalim Dod Al Paim Chutzala. Okay, Shuri Gad is a straight line. Isn't that like a, a, house? a wall? Yeah, row, row houses. Normally you'd have a wall at the end. You don't have a wall at the end. You have row, row houses at the end. Okay. that anything that's within a certain distance of the city is considered part of the city. Therefore, you can so count the Eru from, from, from there. That's a separate law, which we're going to see that she already tells us because we finished the Kaman. Okay, that's basically the, uh, the Mishnah. Let's go to the, uh, let's go to the Gemara. Really? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, Mechila. Please. This Rashi, the Osin Otan. Oh, you want, you want to read it? Let's, okay, let's go slow. Let's try to get the word. The Osin Otan. So what do we say? You square it. Right? Okay, the Osin Otan, Kavod. Right, it's a papayim l'sadim kibayemsa. That's always going to be two thousand in the square, sadim emsa either side. So the city has to be two thousand by two thousand. No, 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 that's an example. That's why she's going to tell you it does not. That's the next line in that sheet. 
But even, okay. In this case, you're starting on a regular square. But don't think that the city has to be 2,000 by 2,000. Absolutely, because it's not. Right. Where are you going to get a city like that? That's a, that's an artist. So when, when I should <coughs> say, just saying, Kadeshia Apayim is sitting Kibba Ems, I mean the shape of the outer it should be the same as the. That's right. Kibba Ems says the shape. Right. Okay. Right. Right. He's just telling you the difference between the square and the circle. The square is 2,000 on all sides, and the, square, and the circle is not. Okay. On the circle, you, you lose the corners. So as you get to the corners, you, you're not going to get the, uh, the extra. Right, but that's, that, that's the case of the Mishnah. Right. The, although that's not the only case that the Mishnah could be talking about. The Mishnah is about a square city. It's 2,000 by 2,000. They're just very, very simple. Just make a square around it, and then there you go. Is that Davka? Yeah. Is that Davka? Yeah. That I lost the uh, the corners. So instead of doing that, in this perfect sort of, uh, thing, okay. so get it, so you'll get 2,800 on, so, on the corners. So the city is 2,000 by 2,000 I'm square. Exactly. Right, so that's perfect to middle It's a perfect square. That's the answer to your question. Now, if the city is not middle like I told you, it's a rectangle. So let's say the city is 2,000 by 1,000. Okay. Very simple. It's a rectangle. Just give me my case. It's 2,000 by 1,000. Right. But it's mashma from Rashi. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading wrong. That, that you have to end up with the same square of 2,000 by 2,000. Because he's saying you, you, one side's less than 2,000, one's you, one you, more you, you, than 2,000. You're going to end up with a square, but the point's not going to be a perfect square. It's not going to be a square. Like I just told you in my case. When you have, a, let's say, 2,000 on the length. And you have 1,000 on the width of the city, which is a rectangle, correct? Mm-hmm. So when you draw a square on the bottom, you're going to get 2,000 this way, 2,000 of the city, and 2,000 on the other way. That's mm-hmm. 6,000. When you're going to go the other side, you 5, have 2,000, 1,000, 2,000. You have 5,000. So it's a square of 6,000 by 5,000. Right. It's, it's not a perfect square exactly, okay. but that, that's what you're doing. As opposed to drawing a circle around that city, we are not going to get anything close to that. Okay. Fine. Okay. Um, okay. Right, exactly. When we said square, it doesn't mean you have to make a perfect square to make the orik and the rohav okay. equal. It's not. Fine. That'll only happen in a perfect city. Okay. Right. Rohban lemidat ha'ir. You go according to the rohav of the midah of the ir. In ketanayim gedola. Right. The orkan alpayim. Right. And the orik is alpayim. That's the case we have. Orik is alpayim. It always has to be alpayim. Always? It's much where the orik of the city has to be minimum alpayim. That's, that's my question. Is Why does it have to be a minimum alpayim? Right. Uh, we'll just continue to point, but, and then we'll, we'll, we'll analyze. Ela. Ela meduba'in deketani lima'ute agulin. Kedeshi yehe niskare tazavim. You're just saying, don't think the city has to be meduba'at, because the city will not be meduba'at most of the time. It's Ela, the square around the city has to be meduba'at to get the zaviyot. Why does she say that it has to be alafim? You could have a city that's less. I don't have a city that's 1,000 by 1,000. Maybe it's not that kind. I also had that question also. The, the, the bother me also. Why, why does she have to say that? Um, I, 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 yeah, that, that, otherwise, it's not, less than that, it's not even a city? 
Is that, is that, is that the case? Is there any reason over there? I mean, it's, it's a fair question. I had that question also when I was reading it last night. Uh, let's see if we see anything over here. Oh, you know what? We have a little pirush over here, maybe. Let's see if we can go quick. What that is this? Nun gimel. Nun gimel, okay. Abotai nun gimel. Okay, good. Nun gimel amud rishon. Good, we're here. And what's the word of Matheel? Beautiful. That's what he's saying. The Orkan, not of the city. Orkan Shalatehomim, the Olamu Alpaim Ama Bidiuk. When I'm such a Kashira Idi Elef Ama Al Alpaim, you got to him, Ken. That's what he's saying. He's saying that the 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 tehomim are always two thousand. Which so therefore, is right, which is true. Which is true. That, 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 that's, 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 that, that's, that, that doesn't change. So if you say the tehomim are always a, a, a two thousand, so in a city of two thousand by one thousand, it's not going to be a perfect square. He said because the two thousand doesn't change that you're going to give to the side. So you have to always give two thousand on each side. Two thousand this way, two thousand to the right, two thousand to the left. So again, in a city that's two thousand by one thousand, it'll be six thousand by five thousand. That, that's the, the thing that doesn't change. Okay, Gemara okay. Rabotai. Rab Ushmoel. But he goes out of the city then. Of course he goes out of the city. That, that was Tehomim. Always Tehomim goes out of the city. Oh, 2000 from outside the city. That's right. Yeah. Okay, Gemara. <laughs> okay, Rabotai. Talking about the Dikduk and Lashon. Here's the Daf to talk about it. So some Gidisaot over here are like we have Me'abberin with an ayin. And some have it, me'aberin, with an aleph. Man detani me'aberin, it's lashon ever ever. It's like you're adding pieces, you're adding limbs to the city, you know? you're adding uh, more, more limbs, ever ever. You're extending the city like limb by limb, house by house. Look at that, she shemosifim la. Right. If you have a limb that's sticking out on one side, square it off. you square it off and give the limb on the other side also as if it's extended. Right, like a lady that's uh, expecting. And what? So her stomach extends out of her body, but still considered part of her body. Okay? So therefore, the same thing. You have houses that are uh, extending out, but you add it to, the, to make it part of the city. Now the Gemara is going to go through different machlokot and different uh, semantics. Me'arat ha-machpela. Okay, that's a zechut. The me'arat ha-machpela. Why do they call it machpela? Rabu Shmuel, hadamar shnei batim zu lifni mezim. It's two caves, or two, two rooms, one within the other. Ve'hadamar ba'id va'aliyah al-gabab. It's two floors. A house, a room, and a, a duplex, or something on top of it. Bishlamah leman damar zeh al-gabzeh hainu machpela. That's why it's called Machpelah, because it's double, two floors. So therefore, it makes sense why it's called Machpelah. However, That's called double. Is, what, what is the double? Because it's two, two rooms. Two rooms doesn't make double. It's just two rooms next to each other. Why, why is it called Machpelah? That's not a Machpelah. And you want to tell me when you have it on top of each other, so you have basically two floors. You have a floor on the first floor, and you have a floor on the second floor. It's a Machpelah. It's double. But she two rooms. Double rooms. Huh? No, but that, 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 that machpela sounds like it's, 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 it's a certain, it's, 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 it's connected. These two, these two rooms have nothing to do with each other. They happen to be next to each other. Why, sharing why a wall instead of sharing. <clears throat> that's only one wall. Exactly. Sharing a wall. 
Right. That, 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 doesn't, that doesn't make it two. Sharing the same wall doesn't make it two. It's one. Two rooms, two rooms are not connected to. You want to see a, 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 a first floor, they're connected on top of each other. It's one. It's one that's two. That's what Machpelah means. Like one that's two. Mashiach in here, two, two rooms that are next to each other, one, one within the other. Why is that Machpelah? It's two rooms. They're not connected to each other. It's two things that are separate from each other. It's because I have to walk into one room to another room over here. They like, take, take the shul over here. There's a hallway. Is this called Machpelah? Why is it Machpelah? You have a hallway and you have another room. Another room in the back. No. So the Gemara wants to say, why you call it Machpelah? According to that opinion. My Machpelah, Shikifullah Bezugot. It's got nothing to do with the construction of it. The reason why it's called Machpelah is because, again, there is a, a, an element of the Marat Machpelah that is doubled. And what is the doubled? People that are buried there. They're buried in. Kaful, they're buried in Zugot. And Mamre uh, Kiryat uh, Arba, like it says. They call it Kiryat Arba. Why do they call it Kiryat Arba? Which is Habnon. Amar Bitzha, Kiryat Arba, Zugot. Adam Vehaba. Abraham Vesara, Yitzhak, Rivka, Yaakov Vele'ah. Okay, good luck there. We mentioned the Abot and the Imahot. Must be a big thing. So therefore, you see that what? That that's why it's called Kiryat Arba, because the four Zugot are buried, and that's why it's called Machpelah. So it's a Machlok. Is Machpelah going on the construction of the cave, or is Machpelah going on the, the contents of the cave, which is the, uh, the couples that are buried there? Okay, it was in the times of Amrafel, Rav Ushmuel, Had Amar Nimrod Shemo. So some say that what? Really his name was Nimrod. Why did Because he said, and he actually fell Abraham in the fiery furnace. So Amrafel, Amar Vehipil. Amrafel, Amar Vehipil. So he said, and he did it. Which is, he threatened them, and then Abraham didn't, uh, you know, uh, subject himself to Nimrod. They believed it. So that's why they're calling him Amrafel. Uh, Amar uh, Amrafel. Some say, no, his real name was. That he caused everybody to rebel against the kingdom of God during his kingdom. Because he, was, uh, he said he was the king. He said he was God. So the Nimrod is the rebellious one. So a new king arose on Mitzrayim. So say, Mamash was a new king. The old Paro died. This was a new one. Some say, no, it was the same old guy. It's just that what? His decrees changed. So some say the king was Hadash, and some say no. It wasn't Melech Hadash, it was Gezerot Hadashim. Now, Mandamar Hadash, Mamash, Tiktiv Hadash. Okay, according to the opinion that says it was a Mamash and a king, Vayakum Melech Hadash, read the Pasuk. Now, where did, where did he get that from? How did he know to say that the Hadashuk Yizorotav, that his Gizirot became new? Where was the, uh, you have to have an indication from the Pesukim. Midelokiti Vayamot Vayimloch. Right, it didn't say Vayamot over there. Vayakom Melech Hadash. I should have said Vayamot. But the fact that it didn't say Vayamot, so that's an indication that what? It must be he was still alive. And therefore, he must have been around. So what was the Hadash? Something else was Hadash. His, his Gizirot. According to the opinion that says what? As Gizirot became new, says he didn't know Yosef. If you say the king died, you could say, Yosef. A new guy, maybe a foreigner, is out, 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 out of town. It's hard to imagine, even, 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 a, even a new guy didn't know Yosef. Yosef's a. You have to say, from far, they brought in a guy, and he became the king, and he didn't know Yosef, he didn't know the history. But if you say that it was the same guy, Okay, the Hadashuk is not that, but Hashilu Yadat Yosef, he has to know Yosef, it's the same king. How can the Hashilu Yadat? Hashilu Yadat Yosef, 
דאבה דמה, כמעט דלא ידע ליוסף כלל. He made himself like he didn't know יוסף, meaning he made himself, he lost his הכרת הטוב ליוסף, and therefore he made himself as he didn't know. אוקיי, אמר רבי יוחנן, י"ח ימים גדלתי אצל רבי הושעיה ברבי יוסף. For 18 days I was by רבי הושעיה. רבי הושעיה was the גדול הדוד, that's what I called ברבי. ברבי means he was the גדול הדוד. It's not his name, ברבי is a title. רבי הושעיה ברבי. So he says 18 days, and what did he learn from him? ולא למדתי ממנו אלא דבר אחד במשנתנו. I learned one thing from him regarding the משנה that we just read. That's what I learned, that uh, when you read this Mishnah, it's Ketzad Me'abirin with an Aleph. That's the only thing you learned in 18 days. Ini, Ve'amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, same rabbi, Yud ve'et tamidim ayu lo l'Rabbi Yoshiyah b'Rabbi. This rabbi, or Rabbi Yoshiyah, had 12 students. Ve'yud ha'et yamim gadalti b'nem, and I was with them for 18 days. Ve'amadti lev kol echad ve'echad, and in those 18 days, I was un- able to understand how sharp each one was. I understood each one's talent, each one's, you know, strength of Chochmah. Of, of, of and uh, the Chochmah of each one of them also, I was able to, uh, to, to figure out how much each one is a Hakam more than the next guy. Uh, oh, so the Gemara's question is, and you said you just learned one thing from him. He just said, now you learned in 18 days, now one, each one was sharper than the next one. Each one was hakam more than the next one. And now you just said a second ago, you were there for 18 days. The only thing you learned was, is the Mishnah with an ayin or an aleph. So the Gemara said, no. It's true. Gamar, gamar. Gemara, no gamar. But the tradition, they, they didn't get. But you say, hey, got from them. And the different, but this tradition, of how to read the Mishnah, that's, that's the, it's a different thing. It's, it's, it's a tradition. All he said was, the only thing I got from Rabbi Hanina was, was, was this. So those students I got a lot from. But the, I, I, when, I, when he said he only learned from the, the rabbi, that's what he's talking about. But the students he learned a lot from. I learned a lot of things from everybody. But I made one thing about the Mishnah. The one thing regarding Mishnah I learned. So those, basically those are the three answers. Rabbi Rabbi Yohanan, כשהיינו לומדים תורה אצל רב הושעיה ברבי, היינו יושבים ארבעה ארבעה באמה. אה, לגדס. ארבעה ארבעה באמה. They were sitting four in every אמה, which is crowded, obviously, right? אמר רבי, כשהיינו לומדים תורה אצל רבי אלעזר, בן שמוע, היינו יושבים שישה שישה באמה. וואו, we're sitting six in an אמה. And the explanation is that uh, when there's love, there's always room. When there's no love, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no uh, castle that's big enough. And Yohanan, Rabbi Oshaya Rabbi Bedoro, Rabbi Meir Bedoro. That Rabbi Oshaya in his generation was like Rabbi Meir. What? Ma Rabbi Meir Bedoro leichu haverav l'amod al sof da'to. He was too deep, Rabbi Meir. They couldn't uh, grasp is the depth of his wisdom. Rabbi Oshaya leichu haverav l'amod. They couldn't also grasp the depth of his wisdom. The hearts, I mean the minds the, uh, of the early rabbis, was wide like the peta of the ulam, of the beta migdash, which is 20 amah wide. The later rabbis, okay, their mind was not opened up as much like the echal, half, 10 amah. Unbelievable. Now what? 
like the the, the, the hole of a needle. It's amazing that these were Amoraim and Tanaim. And look, look at they, 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 they was look at the, the levels that a person could reach. That they understood that the the Gadol Adut today. Can anybody know more than Chalavaya Yosef? And here they're saying these are always the Gemara. They're saying their minds were a needle. Rishonim, who's the Rishonim? Rabbi Akiva, Acharonim, Rabbi Azam and Shamua. Ikada Amre, Rishonim, Rabbi Azam and Shamua, Acharonim, Rabbi Shaya Berbi. Vanu, Kimlo Nekib Mahat Sitkit. Amar Abaye, Vanan, which is the later generations, Abaye says, Ki Sikta Beguda Legamra. What is that? The, the hole that they put the peg in the wall? Right, which means. Uh, that's even what? That's like a, a smaller hole? We have to force it. We have to force it. Look at Ashi. Uh, look at Ashi where he says, Ketzba, Kesikta begudal de gamra. Kiyatet sheno asinoto bakotel benekib sad, benechnas bedoha. Right, bedoha. You gotta bang it in. Kach en yicholin anu lehabin masha anu shumin ki im meat ubekoshi. That's a bayer. Ki meat ubekoshi. Okay. Amar abba anan. Even later, when it comes to sevara, we can't even penetrate it at all. It's like putting your finger on uh, on the wax, hard wax. Uh, maybe it leaves a little roshim, but doesn't uh, doesn't penetrate at all. Regarding our memory, it's like it's right, You take your finger, you put it in the board, the hole. If I didn't out. Same thing, Torah, in and out. You forget. <laughs> yeah, this is, and they're photographing memories, for sure. And they're saying, so look, at, look what they held of the... Hasagot was so high. Rabbanu had to know every Mishnah, and she says, that's for sure. The Gemara always says, Amorah has no option not to know Mishnah. So that means they know all the Mishnayot. That alone. He's saying, ah, that we can't remember everything. They were careful in the way they spoke. They spoke, you know, a nice language. They didn't speak in, the, in a derogatory way. The Torah remained by them. There were the people in the Galilee, upper Galilee, they weren't so careful. They forgot their learning. Yes. Is it derogatory that she says sach or megumgam? A clear pronunciation, it sounds like. That's correct. That's correct. That she is correct. I stand correct. They didn't speak clearly. So because they didn't speak clearly, they forgot to learn. Other people in Galilee spoke, uh, didn't speak clearly. But the Gabini Uda did, so they remember this. The Gabra says, Midi Talia Milta. Is it Talu and Kepeda? What's it got to do with it? You got to learn, you learn. Every good memory, every good memory. What's it got to do with the way you, way you, way you speak? They were b'meduyak. When they learned something, when they the proper uh, they were careful in the diuk. And then they give simanim signs order to remember what they said. So they remember their learning. So they weren't careful in the text that they got in the, in the lashon. They didn't put simanim to remember their learning. Don't it come out to the time? So we see more there. Here I'm giving you a secret. You want to remember your learning? Make some money. B'nai Yehuda gamnu mehad rabba. Also, B'nai Yehuda, they learned from one rabbi. In those days, everything was ba'al peh. So if you would learn from many rabbis, you would get different girsa'ot. So you had different girsa'ot, 
you can get uh, confused. But if you had one rabbi, you have one mahalach. Finished. You're giving, you're getting his, uh, getting his mahalach. This came out to Ratan Beadam. Benik Ali, the Lord of Mahad Rabbah. Lord, it came out to Ratan Beadam. Again, because of the Gilsaot. Rabina Amar. Benik Yehuda, the Galuma Sikta, amazing. Benik Yehuda, not only did they learn, but they taught. Galuma Sikta. Galuma Sikta. They took off their masks. Galuma Sikta. Very good. They took off their masks. They came out to Ratan Beadam. When they get the Lord Galuma Sikta, they didn't take off their masks. Lord, it came out to Ratan. Very good. Anyway, the point is, did they teach or not? Benik Yehuda, they taught Torah. Galeh. They revealed the Masech. So they have the Rosh of the Gemara saying, you want your Surah to be Mekayim? Whatever you learn, try to teach it to somebody else. And B'nai Gali, they learned, but they didn't, they didn't make Galeh Masech. They didn't teach it to somebody else. Therefore, there's not Mekayim Meyadah. David Galeh Masechta. Okay, David was Megaleh Masechet. Shaul, lo Megaleh Masechta. David, Megaleh Masechta, Ketibe Yireecha, Yirouni, Yismahu. And the students saw David, they were happy. Why? Because they knew whatever he said was Halakha Kemoto. He was very happy. Everything, all the Halakhot, he was Mechaben. Why? Because he was Galeh Masechta. Shaul, the Lord Galeh Masechta, Ketibe, at Kol Asher Yifneh, whatever he turned to, Yarshiya. What is Yarshiya? He was a Zohar, he was a Zohar. Right, he was a Zohar. He was a Zohar. Right, but by the video, he said, Kol Asher Yasei, Vashem Imo. Vashem Imo, Alakha Kemoto, Bechol Makom. But Shaul doesn't say that. Why? Because he wasn't Galeh Masechta. He was a Zohar. He was a Zohar. He was a Zohar. How do we know that God forgave Shaul on the city of uh, Nov, Irakwanim? Because uh, Shaul, he accepted Lashonara from Doeg, and as a result, he went and he killed uh, Nov, Irakwanim. So the Gemara says, Remember when Shaul called uh, Shemuel down from the, uh, from the heavens you know, to ask him advice if he should go to the war or not? When he went to the Mechashefa. So at, in, that, uh, in that conversation, uh, he told him, you go to war, but you're going to die in the war, and tomorrow you'll be with me. So the Gemara says, in my, in my area, which means he's He's in his level of Shemuel and Avina. Amar Please, if somebody can ask the people of Yehuda, they were medayek in the Lashon, what's the right uh, text in the Mishnah? They're medayek, so they'll know. So go to the B'nai Yehuda people, ask them, is it Ma'abirim with an Aleph or Ma'abirim with an Ayin? Achuzotenan or Achuzotenan or Achuzotenan. That's what the Masechet over there uh, was in Bechorot, where you have uh, an animal that has a blemish, it only has one testicle, and you don't know if it has another one. So it says if you push the, the buttocks of the animal, if you press it down, you could sometimes it'll pop out the other one, then you know it's not a Baal Mum. So it's saying you press down or, or let it sit down on its Achuzot. So is it Achuzo or Achuzo? Is it Ayin or a Aleph? Tenan. <coughs> so it says, Yadeh. Sha'alinu ve'amrideh. We asked them. It says, Ika detani ma'abirin, Vika detani ma'abirin. Ika detani Achuzo, Vika detani Achuzo. Okay. So I can go either way. It's, uh, they're both right. They're both uh, Miduyak texts. B'nei Yehuda, did I kiddish na'amahi? Where do you see that B'nei Yehuda was Midayak in there? Lashon. Give me an example of it. Ha'hu, Bar Yehuda, the Amalu, uh, he said, Talet Yeshli Limkor. Right? He said, I have a Talet for sale. Amru le, my Gavan Talitach. What color is it? Amar lehu, Keteradin Ale Adama. Wow. Like beets, the color that they are when they're still on the ground, which is like a greenish, which is very, very Makpeen on the way they're saying it. They didn't just say uh, green. What type of green? The Keteradin that are in the ground. They were very, very careful when they're selling something that everybody should know. 
you know what exactly the uh, the item is. Nobody could say mekatauna on that. They were very very careful the way they, you know, depicted a, a color. We would just say it's green. Okay, there's shades of green. It's dark green, right? Light green, right? right? The guy can say that's what I wanted. No, they couldn't make a mistake with them. They were very careful. Adin and the Adama. Well, I know that color. Bene Gali, the lad I kill Stamai. Where do you see the Bene Gali were not Medek and Nashon? The old Bene Gali lad, Avakazil, the Amalehu, Amar Leman, Amar Leman. He's trying to buy something. So he said, Who's got Amar? Who's got Amar? Who's selling the Amar? Who's selling the Amar? What is an Amar? So he said, Amrude Gidila Shote. They told him, You foolish Gilila. Hamar le Merkav. Did you say Hamar? Then, then you must mean you want a donkey to ride on. Or Hamar le Mishteh. Or maybe you're asking for wine to drink. Amar le Melbash. Or maybe you're asking for wool to wear. Or Imar le Tkasea. That's Imar, a uh, sheep, in order to slaughter it. I guess he didn't speak clearly. Amar. So Amar can sound like Hamar. Amar, Amar. Uh, what do you want? Speak clearly. So we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know what you want. Even if he spoke clearly with Hamar, Hamar, it would be. It would still have a question on, between the wine and the donkey. It has nothing to do with pronunciation, right? I'm saying, if you were to say Hamar, then we still would have a question. Even if he spoke clearly, that word could mean either one, right? No, but if he then he should have said Hamar le Mishte. Ah. So they see they don't speak clearly. Okay. They don't. They're not medayek. Like the other rabbi said, green, like the Tadadish uh, Radama. So uh, say, if it was Hamar, he would say, Hamar le Mishteh, Hamar le Mirkav. He'd say, just Hamar. Hamar is uh, your opening. That's why they mistook the Hamar, Hamar, and then they were asking what type of Hamar. He said Hamar. What type of Hamar? He's still not clear. He was so unclear. Right. Now, who, or he, and that we're talking about people that um, misspoke, because they weren't clear in the way they speak. So when you speak, you have to communicate clearly. So this lady, uh, she said things backwards, it seems. She wanted to tell a friend, But come, and I want to give you some, uh, what, milk? Or oh, oh, fat, halib, you're reading it, fine. But uh, she didn't uh, pronounce it correctly. Instead of shlufti, which means you be my friend. She said, You should be eaten by a lioness. Right? She should have said shlupti. Shlupti, that she says, is my friend. Instead of saying shlupti, she said shluchti. And she put the, uh, the bet of shlupti in, over there in the next word and said, what? Instead of, uh, instead of eating, I want to eat, uh, I want to f- feed you a halib, she said, tuklich, you should get eaten by a lion. A lion. Okay? So she messed up her language over there. She wasn't careful. teta. This is Biden. Okay, so the lady came in front of the judges. The kad shadru lach illave lom mate karech a'ara. That was the case. The case was all mixed up because she said the words wrong. Look at that sheet. Uh, every word over here should have been something else. 
She wanted to say gentleman, meaning Adon. Instead of calling them Kiri with a Kof, she called them Kiri with a Kaf, which means my slaves. So she, she addresses the court by saying my slaves. So we see it's a, a Kof and a Kaf is a different... Uh... Right, but there's no Q. Don't, don't get nervous, but there's no Q. There's, no Q. there's, there's definitely a difference between a Kof and a Kaf. I agree with you on that. Tafla Habatli. Rosalomar... Tabla havatli, but I'm not tabla. Right, right. She, she, she meant to say she had a she, she was a, she had a tabla, which means a table. Instead, she said what? Tafla is like a, a beam. Okay, we gan bu we gan buch min. Rosalomad ginabu hamimeni. Right, she wanted to say they stole it from me. They stole my table. Say <laughs> what they say. We amra gan buch min. The mashma she gan bu et hadayan. Right, you got stolen. She called him a slave. You got stolen. She took his nonsense. It's gibberish. You got stolen when you got stolen. She's just trying to say that the table is so big, and when she sits on the table, her legs don't reach the floor. So it's a big table. Right. He said, You. So put you on the, on the table. Which is it was, not now. Then Havat, I had a table, not now I have a table. Right. She meant to say, if I sit on it, my legs will reach the But she said, if you guys would sit on it, one would be talking to the two, you're talking to a judge, you're not talking to a. Right, if you hang you, you got hung on it. Because she said it was a, it was a pole. So if, if they would hang you on the pole, your legs wouldn't reach the ground. So they hang the slave on the pole. Right, right. So, so everything was all messed up. So you see over here, she wanted to say, they stole the table from me. It was a big table. And if I would sit on it, my legs wouldn't reach the ground. Fine. Instead, she said, uh, my abadim. Uh, I had a pole. Uh, you were stolen. Uh, they hung you on it. They hung you on it. Your legs wouldn't reach the floor. It was stolen now. Okay, basically she didn't communicate the case properly. Okay, Amhata Debe Rabbi, unbelievable. The maidservant of Rabbi Noah Kadosh, we know his famous stories about her, and she was very, very sharp. So sometimes they would talk in riddles, like Belashon Chokma. So she would say, Amra Hachi, she would say, Hachi, Alat Nakfat Bekad. would say, how would she want to say that the barrel of wine is empty? She would say the cup that we use to empty out the barrel is clinking against the bottom of the barrel. That means there's no more wine on the bottom of the barrel. As a result, the birds are going to go back to their nests. Which means the students now, there's no more wine. So therefore, they go back home. Unless we open up a new uh, barrel. She, she, she was hinting to them the meal's over. Yeah. yeah she, uh, she, she's, she's hinting to the bee to open up another barrel. Ah. That's what she's saying. She's not telling the students. The bee tells the students to go home. She's telling, she's telling the bee, the barrel's empty. Either we open up another barrel uh, for them, or otherwise it's over. We'll let them go. And when she wanted them, or when he wanted them, when he wanted them to stay, uh, she would say, Amra lehu, she would say, Yade batar havreta mine, go uh, to its friend, meaning go to the friend of this barrel, meaning uh, another barrel of wine, vetitkefe alat bekad, and go put the the pitcher inside of it, 
like a boat that floats in the water. Which means, when the Benu HaKadosh wanted the students to, say, to stay, he would say, okay, go bring another barrel and uh, float the cup in it. Because when there's, when there's wine to the top, the cup floats. Right? It flows in the barrel. So therefore, basically, it all depends. If he wanted the students to leave, he wouldn't get another barrel. If he wanted the students to stay, it would say, bring, a, uh, bring another barrel. She mentioned sukkah over here. Oh, what does he say, please? Mm-hmm. That's over there talking about when David Melech was digging the foundations of the Beit Hamikdash, and it says he hit the uh, the main water pipe, and all the water started to come up and it was floating. And any event, that was uh, that was the way she spoke. Uh, okay, These are this is like uh, beautiful here. he would say, make for me. Shor, mishpat, betor, miskin. So he said, basically, if you take these words and put them in Aramaic, it sounds like a word. How do you say shor? Shor is is uh, is tor. Mishpat is what din. So shor mishpat is another way of saying tiradin. Tiradin is what beats. So he would say be Make for me shor mishpat. Shor mishpat, turdin, turdin, turadin. Betur, what's tur? Betur is a mound, that's a hal. Okay, a miskin is a ani, is a dal. With hardal, with, with mustard. Hardal. Turadin, behardal. Give me turadin, behardal. You got it? Tur miskin. Tur miskin is what? Hardal in Hebrew. Tur is a mountain, hard, a miskin is a miskin, a dal, a poor person. So you exchange the hand. So basically he's saying, Taseli, Tiradin, Bahardal. But he said it in a nice way, so the students have to, you know, use their. Uh... What do you learn from these Gimariot? Kamim uh, use their brain always. They didn't, uh, they always want to sh- sharpen their brain. He says that uh, she did a huge reset because he didn't want people to understand what he's saying. Yeah, okay. That's such a, a, a neat. You don't want them to know uh, they're asking for food. So I asked it in a nice them uh, as well. You know, sometimes a person would come from a city and uh, he would know somebody from that city. So he wanted to tell the guy, send regards to uh, that person over there. But he didn't want to say it in public who the person was. So he would say, Amarachi, Givar Pum. Right, well, first call, Givar is what? Ish. It's a man. And Pum is what? A pe. So that's Ushpi. Ushpi. And then what? Den. Ze. This. Ushpiza. Right? Ishpiza. That's the, that's the three words. Gebar, pum, den. Ishpiza. Ushpizim. Right. And then we would say what? Hi. 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 Hi means what? Is he alive? Mazutovayesh. Is he okay? Right? How's he doing? How's the Ushpiza? Don't go. Canada, the guy knew who he used to stay by. So he's asking, How's my Ushpiza? How's my uh, host? The wife? That's then clearly he didn't want to say it. Uh, it's not proper to ask. Not proper to ask in, uh, you know. In, uh, in. Oh, here it is. Uh, a tree goes a trog, that she says. Crazy. Take the coals. <laughs> <laughs> take the coals 
and uh, put them on the fire until they become red like an etrog. I don't know why an etrog is red. Maybe at a certain stage when it's growing. It just says glowing. Yeah, glowing like red. But, oh, glow. Maybe that's what it means. Oh, maybe that may be right. That's like shining. Okay, I, I like that better. Yeah, adumin. Maybe I have to say bright. Ah, shiny. shiny. Okay, I like that better because I don't think it's all good red. And now, Arkiu Lezahabin. Adumot Kazahab. It translates over here. Adumot Kazahab. Adumot Kazahab. Yellow gold. Yellow gold. Okay. Arkiu Lezahabin. Give me the language on this one here. Arkiu Lezahabin. So spread it out. Spread out the coals. Spread out, spread out the golden ones. Oh, the golden the coals. Spread them out. Right. So spread them out on the, on the barbecue. And make for me two uh, items, which is chickens or roosters, that uh, let us know uh, when the night is uh, when, when the night is over. Indicators of the night. I guess why? Because they, they tell us when uh, they, 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 they rooster. So it was called Magide Ba'alata. They revealed to us Ba'alata at the night, the time of the night. Wow. Okay, again, he didn't want to say it before. Ika de Amli, Viyasuli Bahen. He added the word Bahen. Make me in these coals, Shne Magide Ba'alata. Could be in the first version, the coals were for a different reason, but the coals were for heat. Make me heat and then uh, make me also uh, some roosters. And here he's saying, no, Bahen, in the, in the, in the coals that you heated, make for, me, uh, make for me dinner. Okay. You want to eat? You want to eat some roosters, two chickens? Both of them. The question is, did he say, make the chickens in those coals that I just told you? The second one says, Asudi Bahin. Here he says he first wanted to get warm, then he wanted to eat. The first one is warm, because he didn't say Bahin. The second one, he said, no, take the chicken and those coals that you heated, uh, make me. Jack Hazen, the text, look at the bottom. Bottom, bottom. Let's get this text to Jack Hazen. And, 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 and tell him, tell him we have the, take off your mask also. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him. So Rabbanan tell Rabbi Abahu, Hatspinenu hechan Rabbi El-Ai, Tzafun. Uh, where is Rabbi Abahu hiding? Kandere didn't see Rabbi Abahu for a while. So they asked the Rav, where's, uh, where's Rabbi Abahu? I'm sorry, where is Rabbi Al-Ai? I'm sorry, they asked Rabbi Abahu, where's Rabbi Al-Ai? Got it? Amru l-Rabbanan l-Rabbi Abahu Hatspinenu hechan Rabbi Al-Ai tzafun. Where is Rabbi Al-Ai hiding out? Amalayim Alatz b'ne'ara ahoranit He is rejoicing with a Girl, Ahoranit. Sounds like from Aharon's family. Ahoranit, at the end. Iranit, awake. Bin Arato, and she woke him up. Amri la Isha, ve Amri la Masikta. Okay, so some say that he got married. So therefore, what happened? I guess what? His wife died? Yeah. And then Alatz, he got rejoiced. Bin Ara Ahoranit, he married a Kohenit. Ahoranit, meaning from the family of Aharon. Ahoranit, meaning it's a second wife. Iranit, and she's very clever, and therefore she keeps him up all night. Right, so she's very alert, and she's very clever, and therefore she talks to him all night, and she kept him up all night. That's why he went to sleep. That's why he didn't come. And some say, Masikta. Some say, no, he was learning a Masikhet. Let's learn that way. 
Aharonit Mesede Kodashim Abodat Aharonit. Ah, so he learned, he learned a Masechta Aharonit. Right. He learned a Masechta that talks about Aharon Kohen, which is Kadashim, and what? Aharonit, and then he learned another Masechta after that. Right. Well, he finished. He did finish the different masechet. Started. It was a deep masechet. Iranit. So he had to study it uh, very deeply. And because he was ma'ayin in the masechet very, very difficultly, so he stayed up all night learning. So he started as he went to sleep. So either he got married or masechta. Amri la lebiel ai. They told lebiel ai. Hatspinano hechan lebi abahu safud. Same question with the other rabbi. Where's lebiel ai? Where's lebiel abahu now? Amalehen nitiyas bemachtir. He's taking advice from the king. Which means he took advice from the uh, the leader. That's the Biudah Nasi, I guess, was the the uh, the uh, Nasi. That's called the Mahtir. And he ended up going to learn where? In the Yeshiva. Which Yeshiva? In the Darom, right? Where was it? Was it the Shishai, In the Negev. It went to the south. And they called that Yeshiva in the south. Because before it was the Hakam. He went to Yeshiva to learn. Nobody ever was able to, you know, uh, beat me. I mean, he was always able to figure out all these riddles and uh, able to answer back. Only got, I only got stumped three times. What were the three cases? A lady, a child, a, a, a boy, and a girl. What was the case of the Isha? Okay, he was invited to a, to a lady, to, as Achsanya. So what ended up happening? She made me fooling. Was fooling like uh, beans, a certain type of bean. I didn't leave anything. They have to remember about that. The derech eretz was according to the, in the olden days is that the one that served you, like the way that you would leave a little in order to give them the leftovers. They didn't. He ate the whole thing. Fine. She didn't say anything. Second day, he ate the whole plate and gave her back an empty plate. What did she do? She burnt it with salt, so it was unedible. I started to eat from it, he says. I said, okay, can't eat it, it's unedible. So he stopped eating it. What happened? Rabbi, I'm not eating your, uh, your food today. I had a big lunch, I ate already. So she was very sharp. She said, Amra, hayal echalim shukhi, you had to come in a pot. If you ate the, why did you eat the bread then? So you didn't, you didn't eat. If you ate the bread, that means you're, you're lying. Why didn't you? Nah, she's going to rebuke him. Amra li, Rabbi, shema lo enachta pe'a belishonim. Ah, maybe because she didn't leave any leftovers in the first two days. So you're leaving all the leftovers today. That was the Musa. You didn't follow the laws of the Achamim. That says what? Velo kachamu Achamim, en mishayirim pe'a be'ilfas. You don't have to leave any uh, food left over in the big pot that they're serving from. But in the, in the, in the plate, you leave for the, for the, for the servant, for the, for, the, for the waiter. So as he was basically saying, uh, maybe I understand what you're doing. Today you're leaving me the whole plate because you didn't leave me anything the last two days. That was so he's supposed to leave leftovers in the plate for the, for the waiter? Right. Shamor takes the leftovers and eats it. So she's saying, that the, you didn't follow the dedicated the first two days. You ate the whole thing. So maybe, oh, Rabbi, I know what you're doing. Maybe you're, you're, you're making up. So there's a way of giving him musad. And he couldn't answer. Finished. That was it. I mean, fine. Tinoket. What's the case with Tinoket? Okay, it was a shortcut through a field. So I took the shortcut in the field. I'm not a Tinoket. I'm not a Tinoket. 
Lo sadei zu. Isn't this a private property? How could you uh, how could you walk through it? Amr amartila lo dere kibushai. It's uh, it's it, it's already dere uh, kibushai, which means it's trampled on. It's already. a trampled on already. Yeah, people walk through it. Right? You see, it's a, it's a road. Amr ali listim kimotcha kibushai. Kavshua exactly. Thieves like you uh, trampled it. Why is it trampled? Because people like you trespassed and they turned it into a road. Because you see, just because you see it's trampled, doesn't mean that that's what it's supposed to be. Couldn't answer. Tinok mayhi. What kind of tinok talks to the rab like that? Unbelievable tinok. Tinok mayhi. Ba'machat eti malich b'derech. V'ra'iti tinok yoshev aparashat derachim. I saw a Tinoch, and he was sitting by Parashat and Chimari, fork in the road. Which way to the city? Right or left? This is short, but it's long. But this is long, but it's short. Okay, so I'll take the shortcut. I heard Ketzara, I took Ketzara. When he got right to the city, what happened? The whole city is surrounded by gardens and orchards. So you, you can't have access. So you got to go all the way around to get into the city. So it's Katsar. You get right there, but you, 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 can't go, you can't go through. So it's true. <laughs> Which means distance-wise, it's close. It's close. If you had an airplane. Right, you had an airplane, you get right there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to go around the whole... Uh, so he says, Hazati la horai. So I went back to the fork of the road to take the other road. Amarti lo beni. Hello, Amartali Ketsara. Amali velo Amarti lecha aruka. But didn't I tell you aruka? What did he think originally when he heard it? He must have heard the word aruka also. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? When he heard the first word, he didn't hear it. I heard Ketsara and he said, Aruka. And he told me Ketsara. Maybe he thought it's a short distance to get there, and once you get there, it's a big city. No, I don't come in the size of the city. So anyway, he was very, 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 he says, you're right, you didn't tell me that. Neshaktiv al rosho. So I kissed him on the head. V'amati lo ashnechem Yisrael, shikulechem hachamim gedolim atem, megedulechem v'ad ketanchem. Everybody's gedolim over here, everybody's hachamim, from the big ones to the small ones. Look how smart this kid was over here. He answered me, he answered me, hukma. When he heard Ketsara, he said he's a Tinoch. What does he know? So he said, Ketana, he didn't love that. He didn't think there was Chokhmah in that. Because you see, at the end, he came back and said, Wow, is this Chokhmah this kid? He, he discounted the second part, not thinking that it means. Uh, unless he was saying like this. Ketsara vi aruka. It's ketsara for you because you're an adult, but aruka for me, for a guy, for a young kid to be aruka. He answered it up. Ketsara for you, aruka. I'm a... The point is, uh, when he came back, he said, ah, oh, you give me the right advice. He said, Shrechem. Even the way that Ketanim talk, they talk with tremendous Rahman. Okay, we'll stop. I don't know how he felt, but Unless he understood. Ketsara for you, aruka for me.